WSJM News Now. This is the 5 o'clock news block on News Talk Sports 94.9 WSJM. Brought to you by Special Light in Decatur and Benton Harbor. There's a good chance you've walked through a Special Light door when you go to a local restaurant, school, store, or plant. In the newsroom, I'm Andrew Green. The House Select Committee investigating the events of January 6, 2021 has wrapped up its first round of hearings with more likely in September. Congressman Fred Upton tells us he did not vote for the creation of the current committee, instead seeking one with equal representation of the parties. However, he believes the hearings have revealed a lot. For me, as I reflect back on January 6th, one of my huge frustrations and critical uh, judgments on President Trump was his failure to deal with the issue, to call the folks off, and it sure does look pretty uh, apparent that his actions were, in his words, not totally appropriate, as he described at the time. Upton says it's important the hearings find the truth. I think that the select committee has brought evidence to light that otherwise never would have happened. Upton is not on the select committee and has said he wouldn't want to be. Regarding Congresswoman Liz Cheney, he says that she put the Constitution first. And we'll find out next week what Republican voters in her state think of that. Berrien County Animal Control could use a little help. Interim shelter manager Ashley Herr tells us they need at least 10 to 15 volunteers. Volunteers, we are in dire need of, so we have a lot of new ones that have come in and have started training, but the more the merrier at this point because we are so full. We generally, at any given time, we're a completely packed house, so that's 80-some-odd dogs in our building. Hers says most of those dogs need to be taken outside and walked. They also need socialization. Same goes for the other critter, critters. We have bunnies that could use a brushing. We have cats that love to have playtime with other people. They don't get bored with us, but they definitely would benefit from having new people come into their lives. Hers says not many people volunteer to care for the shelter's roughly 80 cats. To be a volunteer, you have to be at least 18 years old, although someone younger can also volunteer if they have a guardian with them. Those who sign up are paired up with an experienced volunteer or staff member who trains them. Anyone interested in helping out can call Berrien County Animal Control. As the calendar nears August, it can only mean one thing for downtown St. Joseph. Chalk the Block is just around the corner. From August 5th to the 7th, 35 artists from across the country will take over downtown to create their chalk masterpieces. The long-held event has become one of the most popular in the city. St. Joe Today's Daniel Crevier told us how Chalk the Block has evolved from a regional event to one with professional chalk artists from more than a thousand miles away. Over the last eight years, we've kind of built this relationship with some traveling professional artists. So it's been great to kind of have them in, step up the chalk event, and then also be kind of like a mentor in teaching, you know, different things to some amateur local artists that come up through the event. This year, 15 artists from Berrien and Van Buren counties will take part, along with seven additional Michigan artists and 13 from out of state. They include as far away as West Palm Beach, Florida. The event is free to attend, but attendees can choose to vote for their favorite piece for $1. St. Joseph City Commissioners have approved an asset management policy for the city. St. Joe City Engineer Tim Z. Bell worked on the document that seeks to identify and integrate capital projects in the coming years to ensure that resources are used efficiently while seeking to improve things that include safety, reliability, and sustainability. Logging where assets are, determining what their condition is, getting the consequence of failure so that when we're selecting projects, it's no longer subjective, it's objective, it's numerically based. 
Asset management is the practice of managing infrastructure capital assets to minimize the total cost of owning and operating them while delivering the desired uh, service levels. C. Bell says creating an asset management plan can be quite in-depth, but it's a best practice. The driver of a semi-tanker that rolled over in South Haven Township this morning was able to escape the vehicle with no injury. South Haven Area Emergency Services says a crash happened at the intersection of M43 and Blue Star Highway in South Haven Township about 9.40 a.m. The tanker was turning at the intersection while carrying a full load of human waste sludge from the South Haven City Water Treatment Plant. None of the tanker's contents were spilled and the truck had to be offloaded. The driver was able to escape the crushed cab with help from passersby. Next week is Van Buren Conservation District Healthy Water Week, when anyone can stop by the Van Buren Conservation District to have a water sample screen for nitrates and to learn about what they can do to protect water quality. The Conservation District's Kyle Mead tells us they're interested in educating people about protecting their well water. All water in Michigan is tied together, whether it's surface water, if people have a pond or live on a lake or have a river through their property, or if they just have a well and live next door to some farmland. Everything is connected, and a pollutant can easily move from one area of water, might be a lake or river, to a well or vice versa. Mead says people don't always know how to properly dispose of household chemicals, test their well water, or maintain their septic systems. Healthy Water Week will help to teach them. Anyone can stop by the Van Buren Conservation District office next week between 9 a.m. and 3.30 p.m. We'll have information on collecting a sample at our website. Two emotional support animals will be given to Van Buren County veterans this week. Van Buren County Veterans Services Director David Krizke tells us the dogs will be given to vets who, ha- who his office has identified as potentially benefiting. So how does an emotional support animal help? They help a person that has some kind of anxiety or depression. It's just like another companion to kind of go through their day, and they kind of ease that tension in the individual and the veteran. Krizke says that these are the first two emotional support animals to be issued by Van Buren County Veterans Services. They plan to issue two more next year. VBC Veterans Services is working with Warrior Canines LLC Magnum Canine from Sturgis on getting the dogs trained and to match them to the right veterans. The animals will be issued at 10 a.m. Friday at the Van Buren County Courthouse. And Michigan voters will cast their ballots in primaries next week, and there's plenty being decided in southwest Michigan. Taking a look at the Michigan House primaries taking place, first up is the 38th District, which covers the Lake Michigan coast all the way from New Buffalo to Saugatuck. There are two Democrats running, Annie Brown and Joey Andrews. There are three Republicans. There are George Lucas, Troy Rowling, and Kevin Whiteford. Meanwhile, the 39th State House District covers eastern parts of Berrien County on into Van Buren County. Jared Planowski is the lone Democrat, while the Republicans are Pauline Wenzel and Matt Nilsson. The 37th district covers part of Berrien County and much of Cass County. The Democrat is Naomi Ludman, while the Republicans are Brad Paquette and J.D. Hawley. You can find out which district you live in by looking at your ballot at the Michigan Secretary of State's website. We'll take a look at the state Senate districts tomorrow. WSJM News Now continues with your Bloomberg report. WSJM News now continues. A virtual meeting for President Biden and executives from Republic of Korea conglomerate SK Group to talk about investment in American manufacturing took place today. 
ABC's Karen Travers has the latest. President Biden apologized to representatives from SK Group who were in the Roosevelt Room of the White House with senior administration officials while the president appeared on a screen, making a virtual appearance as he continues to isolate with COVID. I'm feeling great. I hope comes across that way as well. The president touting a $22 billion investment SK Group is making in American manufacturing. In the past, these kinds of technology investments went to China. Today, under my administration, these technology investments are coming to the United States. Karen Travers, ABC News, the White House. Pope Francis has honored grandparents as the roots of humanity in his first big mass in Canada. 50,000 people filled the Commonwealth Stadium in Edmonton, Alberta, to mark the Feast of St. Anne. She's the grandmother of Jesus and a figure of a special veneration for Canadian Catholics. The Mass took place a day after Francis made an historic apology for the Church's participation in disastrous policy residential schools that for decades separated Indigenous children from their families and sought to assimilate them into mainstream society. Some have welcomed Francis' apologies, but the chairman of Canada's Truth and Reconciliation Commission says it did not go far enough. The share of the highly contagious BA5 Omicron subvariant continues to grow in the U.S. More from ABC's Derek Dennis. Newly updated federal data shows the Omicron subvariant BA5 is now estimated to account for nearly 82% of new COVID-19 cases across the country, and the BA4 subvariant is estimated to account for just under 13%. Researchers say for now the BA5 does not appear to show an increase in severity. A recent study published in the New England Journal of Medicine found that as the virus continues to evolve, each new Omicron subvariant is increasingly likely to cause a breakthrough infection, but that current vaccine Vaccines are still holding up against severe illness. Derek Dennis, ABC News. Authorities say another body is serviced at Lake Mead, this time in a swimming area where water levels have dropped as the Colorado River Reservoir recedes because of drought and climate change. The National Park Service said the body was spotted Monday in a Clark County coroner. Melanie Rouse in Las Vegas said Tuesday it was partially found in a mud at the waterline of the swimming area north of Hemingway Harbor Marina. Rouse says it's too early to tell the gender of the person or time and cause of death. The corpse is the thirds found there since May in the mud of the expanding shoreline of the lake along the Nevada-Arizona line east of Las Vegas. Summer break will last a little longer. In the South Texas town shattered by a mass shooting in May, Morph maybe sees Jim Ryan in Dallas. The special legislative committee that investigated the Robb Elementary School massacre recommended a series of improvements across the Uvalde School District to harden its campuses. The problem, says Superintendent Hal Harrell. Setting those up with Wi-Fi, intercom, fire, these will not be ready for our original August 15th, first day. On the first day of school, September 6th, dozens of state troopers will be stationed at the schools where former Robb Elementary students will start their academic year. Jim Ryan, ABC News, Dallas. Russia's space chief says the country will opt out of the International Space Station after 2024 and focus on building its own orbiting outpost. Yuri Borisov, who was appointed earlier this month to lead the state-controlled space corporation Roscosmos, said during Tuesday's meeting with Russian President Vladimir Putin that Russia will fulfill its obligations to the other partners of the International Space Station before it leaves the project. Borisov said, quote, the decision to leave the station after 2024 has been made. The statement reaffirmed previous declarations by Russian space officials. It comes amid soaring tensions between Russia and the West over the Kremlin's invasion of Ukraine. Stocks in Walmart pointed downwards today after the company lowered its profit forecast for the year. Walmart executives say it's because of higher prices, 
forcing consumers to make choices about where they spend their money. Morph maybe sees Rebecca Jarvis. American consumers are being forced to cut back because of soaring food and fuel prices. That is the most important takeaway from Walmart's earnings overnight. Walmart, which is one of the largest employers in the country with about 1.6 million workers, is also the biggest grocer in the U.S. and considered a bellwether for our economy. And the company's CEO specifically cited double-digit food inflation as affecting how customers spend. Temperatures are set to hit 100 degrees in Portland, Oregon. It's expected to be the hottest day of an unusually long heat wave for the Pacific Northwest. Oregon Governor Kate Brown declared a state of emergency for much of the state. Forecasters have issued an excessive heat warning for part of Oregon and Washington state. They predict Portland could break its previous heat wave duration records of six consecutive days that are 95 degrees or warmer. Portland officials have opened emergency cooling centers in public buildings and have installed misting stations in parks. And a new lawsuit is accusing Instagram of causing and contributing to mental health problems for children and teens. More from Aaron Katursky. A Kentucky girl identified as CN began using Instagram when she was 12 to look up recipes to cook with her mom. At first, they were delicious recipes, then healthy recipes, and then Instagram algorithms showed her what her family's lawsuit called dangerous recipes designed to achieve negative caloric intake. Instagram connected CN to users who showed her tips and tricks to hide a burgeoning eating disorder. Meta, the parent company, does not comment on active litigation. The lawsuit accused Instagram of pushing the 12-year-old girl down a dangerous rabbit hole and sought unspecified damages. Aaron Kitursky, ABC News, New York. WSJM News Now continues with your weather forecast.